Welcome to Echoes from the Wasteland, episode six. How are you, Sam? I'm good, Jackie. How about you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. What's happening? Oh, not too much. Just uh, waking up today. Had a few late nights, uh, so I'm feeling nice and refreshed. Good to talk about heresy at the bright and early time this morning. I've made you wake up and do a morning podcast, which is probably very unconventional in the podcast world, unless you're doing like (laughs) international podcasting. I think so. Yeah, so... uh, it's good. I've, uh, this is a bit early for me on a Sunday, especially when I went to bed at three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's super hectic. I'm a fool, that's why. <laughs> yeah, you are a fool. You knew it was coming as well. <laughs> that's that's the worst bit, right? <laughs> yeah, you probably had like anxiety leading up to it, and then we're trying to go to bed, but still actively trying to play video games. Exactly, yeah. Um, so yeah, well, we've got, uh, we actually have a book eight this time to, to somewhat review, but I don't think you and I, we, we talked about it before. We're not really going to bother doing a review. No, I think, I think there's enough reviews out there on the internet so far. Yeah. So have you had a bit of a look through it? Yeah. Um, I'm mainly looking at pretty pictures of blood angels and stuff. Yeah. And, and the rules for... Uh, the new unique units and things because I figure I might want to add some of those to my army at some point. You mean the new sort of general unique units or the Blood Angels ones? No, the Blood Angels ones. So yeah. like the Dawnbreakers and all that kind of. I um, I've started reading a little bit of the fluff, but haven't really got to the units and stuff because I figure there's there's a few of those podcasts. I actually learn better through listening anyway. So. Um, a few of those podcasts like Age of Darkness are going through it. Oh, shouts out to the boys of the Golden Throne. Um, they gave us a bit of a plug. John gave us a bit of a plug. And, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. He was saying it was good. Um, sometimes our podcasts don't always work, but when they do, they're good. So, <laughs> uh, I think we only had the one that didn't get to iTunes, right? I think two. There were two that didn't work. And I don't know... I don't know anything about it. I sort of, um, I, I was listening to their podcast and AJ was saying the same thing. Uh, like he, he was saying that he and Taylor went through the same experience where it was like, uh, I think I've done it and it might've worked. And then, <laughs> yeah. And I'm always in the same thing. I'm like, I don't know. I'll just like click all the things that I seem to click last time that worked. And then sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. So who knows? Um, yeah, but, that, that, that's uh, that's trouble with computers, right? Oh. The thing that works a million times will just not work for some random reason the next time. And I, f- I feel like overall you should be our tech guy. Like I don't know why yeah. I'm do- I'm doing this. I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like you're far more far more potentially the tech guy than I am. <laughs> Possibly, but my uh, at least yet. Well, soon you won't have the better internet, so maybe we could swap. No, nah, baby, I'll be getting that um, Pine Gap, like, secret military base Wi-Fi. I'll, just, I'll go and sit on a ridge and, like, <laughs> just plug into their free Wi-Fi. Yeah, just fucking jack into the mainline that goes to the central of the country. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, and s- straight back to the States as well. I'm not sure what they do there. I, I keep meaning to look it up, but it's, like, uh, a pretty big American military base in Alice Springs. Um, oh, there you go, then. Fucking be like, probably some giant satellite on like directly above you all the time yeah i'd say so and they have um i think it's like the the radio network for all the submarines in the south pacific or something like that goes to there it's like their communications hub 
but I haven't fully looked into it or anything. So. Should we be talking about this on an open? <laughs> well, I think it was like it was. It's always meant to be the secret military base, but it's kind of been written about a lot, and everybody knows already. So, like everybody in town, um, in town in Alice Springs, sort of seems to know that there's a military base there, and there's all these like military-looking Americans that kind of cruise around town and live in, like, a little private estate and all that sort of stuff. Oh, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty funny. And they all have these, like, nondescript jobs that they say they do. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's like... <laughs> just the, imagine it's like, Jack, fucking US American guy. Yeah, man, I, I deliver the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a paper boy for the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I hand out flyers on a Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do I do collections at the church. That's it. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Don't don't look into my past. Um. So yeah, I I had a bit of a sidetrack there. Anyway, lots of podcasts will be reviewing everything, so we're not going to bother. But yeah. I I thought what was interesting and from the first bit that I've read so far, um, the they go through the timeline, the established timeline of the Horus Heresy that we know and love. And there's like a whole heap of stuff where they've added in um, on this battle that, you know, like there was a Xenos um, incursion at this area and we didn't, you know, we didn't really realize that there were going to be, you know, sort of like aliens essentially at this point. Um, And then they say it again. They're like, oh, mysterious aliens dropped in from, you know, um, from this portal or whatever and, you know, we had to fight them off and that kind of changed the balance of the battle a little bit here. And and then you realize, like, after reading a few of those entries, it's kind of cool. They've sort of mm-hmm. retconned demons into all of the battles that you know and they've sort of been there and in influencing them in different ways. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I think that was the gist anyway. I've kind of... I was half falling asleep while I was reading it, but... Um, fact! <laughs> <laughs> at least at this point I've convinced you and whoever else hasn't read the book <laughs> <laughs> just tell everyone that's what happens everyone yeah yeah like, oh, no, cool. yeah the, the author's gonna be like uh nah dog that's not <laughs> anything of what we wrote what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> Jackie just pre- before morning coffee rants are fucking becoming canon yeah yeah I'm all full of cream man I can't uh I can't read properly <laughs> all I drink is cream now <laughs> it's it's for weight loss. It's keto. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's good for me. I promise. No, I can lose six kilos a a fortnight just drinking cream. If I have a bit of a blowout on sugar for a week, and then I stack on some kilos, I'll just like get back on the cream and have an elimination diet, and um, and the weight just strips off me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Cream cream power, baby. It's the future. Cream power. <laughs> oh. Um, um, you know, I'm looking at the pretty pictures and stuff of the Blood Angels Heralder and things. Yeah. Um, some pretty, pretty things in there. We were talking, sort of talking before we started recording. Um, I really like the trim and stuff. They've gone for like really nice, clean details on the Blood Angels. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're fucking, they've always done, the Blood Angels, I was really looking forward to seeing how they do. Um, yeah. Because like, and like what you were saying before, the comparison between them and the Empress children is really close. Yeah, yep. Yeah, same sort of we all know. finesse. Yeah, we all know the Empress Children just wanted to be Blood Angels deep down anyway. 
That's true. What's up with the face? Like, why is there the face on all the Blood Angel shit? Uh, that's the um, insignia of the Sanguinary Guard, I think, the one with the wings around it. Mm, I don't know. There seem to be several variations of the face. Um, Possibly. Yeah, okay. All right, so sang- um, Sanguinary well, Guard. Well, the, there's, there is a description of the uh, logos on one of the pages, 124. 124. Um, like, the crim- right. like the Crimson Paladins is the three faces. Sanguinary Guard is the one face with the wings. Oh, so. Cool. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I got it. So, so whose whose face is that? Is that um your dad's face? I think so. Yeah, because I mean they didn't have a death mask yet, obviously, because he was in bed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but pre yeah, pre death mask. Just, yeah, totally not dead death masks. He's not but, an attractive yeah. man, especially when you boil it down to that faceplate thing that they've put on everything. He's like all gaunt in the cheeks. He's got those dick sucking lips. Um, Needs to get off the pipe. Yeah, get yeah, yeah. Less meth. Actually, there was a lady <laughs> that applied to rent my house, and she had a similar kind of like super gaunt meth face. And I was like, "No, nah, oh, no, nah, it's cool, man. <laughs> I don't need my uh, my house turning into a crack kitchen." <laughs> Jesus. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah, so if you've got a sang- sanguineous face or sanguineous face, don't, <laughs> don't apply to rent my home. <laughs> <laughs> Put that at the bottom of any ads. I was just reading them there. It says the um, the first and most famous of these were the sanguinary guard, the lifeguard of the Primarch himself. Lifeguard. That um, <laughs> It says like pool shorts to me, whistle, clipboard. Yeah. <laughs> like reading a, reading a, yeah, reading a book on top of like a tower. Like a clear view yeah. of um, Sanguinius, like lounging on the pool deck. <laughs> it's just twenty guys that look like Zac Efron in that Baywatch movie. Yeah, like super unnecessarily orange and also ripped. <laughs> yeah, he was so cool. Co- oh, what? That probably that probably is what the Sanguinary Guard are, or even most of the Blood Angels, anyway. Yeah, that's Pretty true. Pretty and ripped. Yeah, ja- jacked and tanned. <laughs> yeah, that, that have spray tans as well. It was like, it was uncanny though, because he looked almost synthetic. Like he had a real Android kind of manufactured look to him because he was so lean. Yeah. Yeah. So it was creepy. It's creepy how muscly he is. (laughs) I know. You look at the old photos of him, like his younger days, you're like, oh, look at him. He's cute. And everything like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What happened? (laughs) He looks amazing, but it's, it also looks like insanely hard work. Yeah, I think so. Hey, the but, Blood Angels heraldry section on 129 has mm-hmm. some pretty nice logos and stuff. Do you think that they're going to have to redo the decal sheet to give you more of this kind of new style? Well, there isn't a Blood Angels one yet for 30k. The one I gave you was for 40k. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Okay, so you guys should probably get a, a cool decal sheet like this soon then. Uh, yes, in saying that, that may or may not be true, but... I thought I, there, I thought there was, because didn't you give me two styles? I thought there were, like, two styles of four-drawled ones, or did you give me a GW one and a four-drawled one? No, there's totally a four-drawled one, I stand corrected. Okay, and, well, maybe I'm being, like, full retard. Yeah, because I, I, I only had the 40k one, so uh, the okay. 30k one has, like, fucking... Like the 
proper like angel and stuff. You like stick on the side of your Spartan. Oh right, okay. And is that the? Has it got the lifeguard kind of face <laughs> face men like thing going on there as well uh, with all the little no. heads? It's got no, it doesn't. Hmm. Uh, no, it doesn't. So yes, they may need to redo that slightly. Yeah, because I I feel like they weren't this um. Because they're almost like tattoo style, like Ed Hardy tattoo t-shirts. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's like they're going to need to do like an Ed Hardy decal sheet with all the um, <laughs> the Blood Angel shit. Just try and put this filigree on everything. Yeah. Now, the one they've got at the moment is basically just uh, lots and lots of blood drop wings and stuff. And the and kind of Celtic um, <clears throat> vines thing as well? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I know the one. You you had one of them, didn't you, or was that someone else? Uh, I think Rob's got one. Rob's got one. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like I've seen some of those decals before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to. I do need to get some more transfers, those, and some for my Titanicus. Yeah, I'm just trying to save my pennies so I can justify forty dollars a sheet. Yeah, it's a bit. But um, at least it's not yeah, the no. forty dollars a sheet that I played for Titanicus and. They are half the size of the Forge World ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that that was a bit alarming. I kind of it comes in the same like A four um, bit of cardboard thing, and yeah. I was like, "Whoa, yeah, I'm gonna get like stacked with decals." And then you open it up, and there's like a half a tiny little sheet in there. It's like, "Fuck!" Oh, really? They got me. They got me again. <laughs> <laughs> cheeky, cheeky rascals. Yeah. Um, I trusted you. The bone trim on the Blood Angels, do you like that? I noticed the, I there's a rhino that's kind of like red and bone. Yeah, that's... Same with the... It, uh, it's the Leviathan's more goldy, but the bone is... It's different. I'm not sure if it's... What I like, but it's it's a cool look. Mm. Did you, cop, did you cop any of that new stuff yet? Um, did I what? Did you get any of the new Blood Angels stuff? You know, like the um, uh, the characters yes. and oh, you did. I've got the the two freighters so far. Oh, cool, man! Good shit. Have you got them built up yet? Uh, I've built the power armor guy. Nice. He looks he looks sick. Are you gonna send him up to Hadley for painting, or are you gonna paint him? Yeah, no, I'm gonna get Hadley to do it. Nice. He's got a um, he's got a magic touch with your Blood Angels. Yeah, he's um. Well, I mean, when we set up the army at the last uh, Skulls event, yeah. it was a good thing that despite having three different people do painting on the units, they all look the same, so that's really good to see. Yeah, I, I thought your army looked great, man. There was a lot of continuity in the, the style. It was that same kind of really deep red. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a good look. So. Yeah, no, so, yeah, I'll get him to do that when he gets some time. I think he's working on some secret projects at the moment, so... Oh uh, yeah, he keeps asking me about um, like how would I how would I do this color? And I'm like, what? Are yeah. you, what? <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's all hush hush. Yeah, it he's, be uh, he's got another. He's just finished another secret project. He's waiting to surprise some of the boys in his little campaign. Oh so, really? Cool. I think that's gonna blow some people away. Yeah, it's like a, a meat mallet and a breakdown. <laughs> he has like a full mental breakdown and just smashes everything like surprise yeah. <laughs> this is a surprise motherfucker you want heresy I've got heresy 
fucking been kept awake by young children for like six months. Just, yeah, he's got sleep deprivation, baby madness. Yeah. Um, well, I'll just have him do his hard nap. Just could be like me and just have normal sleep deprivation, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you'll need to go and have a nap after we record today. Yeah, man. I'm think I'm going to. I've got to move along stuff first. But maybe when I've done all my jobs, I'll come back to bed. Ah, uh, you're so homely. Sunday, no, no. Sunday lawn mowing. It's perfect. No, no. Fucking country boy dad. Get out there in your footy shorts with one ball hanging out the bottom and a wife beater and mow the lawn. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I've been meaning to do it for a couple of weeks, so it's looking fucking shit out. So I better get my act together. Get your balls out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah got to mow everything. <laughs> start start with the lawn and keep going up. Wake, <laughs> wake, graduate that day. <laughs> yeah, you have to whip a snipper through your bush. Um, I really but, um, like I like the talons of the emperor in this too, man. Did you see the pictures for them yet? They have like that. Um, they've managed no. to they've managed to draw the black or color the black to be like. Uh, that kind of green and purple iron hands black that people do. Oh, like um, like Don did. Yeah, yep. Or like I think Matt Cain was the originator of the inky black. Oh, okay. Um, yep. that official legendary status, Matt Cain. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Matt Cain. The Matt Cain. But they've done the um. It's kind of cool. Oh, they've, yeah. they've managed to color that in in the same sort of way, which is. Is pretty cool, and they look um the custo shit looks pretty dope in black, that black and purple. It does, eh? That purple's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, the, I think the points change, changes they've done are pretty good. Um, so now, have you managed to have a conversation with your boy, um, who was resistant to comp by the community? Is he willing, mm-hmm. willing to play new book rules, or is he still gunning with like, no, I bought book seven. <laughs> this is all no, I'll he's... ever play with. <laughs> no, he's, he's happy to play with book eight uh, rules. Cool. Uh, when I told him that uh, Tom Gould over at Marvel had still put a twenty-five point increase on everything, he had a little rage. Oh, he's like, what? Really? They've redone it anyway, and it's still not good enough. What? <laughs> yeah, but that's the the epicenter of balanced gaming globally. Exactly, that's what I said. Yeah, so I mean, right. you can't you can't really go against the Monoval. They've got a um, they've got a good thing going on. Mm. You know, the kicker is, despite all his conversations and everything and all the work I put in, he is not coming to the event in August anyway. So I'm like, well, fuck it. <laughs> oh, what can't hang the camping or? Uh, no, he's uh, away in not Queensland. Right? Oh, okay. He flies out like the, the day before or whatever. All right, so you've done all that groundwork. You've groomed hard, and um, yeah. No fruits for your labor. No, nothing. Bummer, dude. Yeah, so that's a shame. But yeah, it's always uh, it's always a shame when local guys can't make it. So yeah. And did Ben? Did you end up playing him with his custodes and uh, black shields combo? Not yet. Um, I've been playing too much uh, Titanicus on my. I've been little bit playing of... too much Titanicus. Here we go. Uh, I played six hours yesterday. Me and John fucking smashed out two games. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You loving it? So, I'm really loving it. So say we're fucking all dates. It's been really good. I noticed um, you had the Serastus Knights on the table yesterday, so that yep. that was a pretty threatening look when I 
you sent me a photo and there was a warlord facing your warlord facing one way <laughs> and then behind him were two Sarastus knights like in base to base contact. Yeah, those Sarastus knights killed that warlord. Yeah, I bet they did. Did they get the charge off as well or just bump into him in combat? They just bumped into him. Um, I kind of tried to run him away so he couldn't get the straight line charge. Yeah. But yeah, they fucking nailed him and with it because you only have to have that, what, three inch gap between them? Yeah. They fucking yeah. lapped around the two sides of the base. I'm like, I don't think you can get out of that. And Joe's like, all right, cool. And then just fucking started kicking him in the fucking nutsack for the next three turns. Where did that, <laughs> Where did um, John put the hits on? Was he going for the body? Uh, yeah, just in the body like a fucking boxer. Nice. Yeah, ripping yeah. body boys like Evander Holyfield. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that warlord got fucking torn down. Awesome. And but, um, you know, it was good. We I tried. We did uh, two twelve fifty games. Great. Um, yeah, so I ran a, a vengeful manifold again plus a warlord. It's kind of cool uh, when you you see how much you can get it for twelve fifty because it's not like it doesn't seem like that many points. And when you read the rule book, they kind of reference playing you know, up to two and a half thousand points or whatever. But yeah, man, two and a half K would be insane. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. Like I think um Stanley is running at the Southern Hemisphere Open, uh that mm-hmm. that Perth event. Stanley's running like a one two thousand point game um for the yeah. the Titanicus event. But that's gonna be a pretty big game. Like I yeah. It's a lot of shit. Yeah, well that's what I thought. I'm like I thought I think I thought, didn't think I was going to get so much for a thousand points last time. Yeah. So now it's officially like, oh, cool. Now I've got like two Warhounds, uh, Reaver, and a Warlord. I'm like, well, if you get nearly another thousand points on this, that's a fuckload of stuff. Yeah, exactly. What was your 1250? What did you take? Yeah, so I had the, because uh, with the Legio Graphonicus, I ran the, yeah, so Venator, so two Warhounds and one Reaver. Yeah. And then a, the separate Warlord. Okay. As cool. the princess. We talked and about that. I don't think you can do that. I think the princess has to be in the core cool mana pool. So you would have okay. to make the Reaver or Warhounds. Okay. And yeah, because yeah, I, I think Marcus got, got Marcus got me with that one before where he was I set my warlord and I did the same thing, had a Venom to mana pool. And he was like, I, yeah. I don't think you can do that. No, that's cool. Because I, I think me and John just went with the idea that it has to be the biggest time. The biggest time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, yeah, that works. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was I was kind of thinking as well, that it'd just be like the biggest Titan, the Titan with the biggest points cost. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just assumed that, you know, that motherfucker's going to listen to some guy when, in like a baby Titan when he's stomping around the wallet. Yeah, a little snappy dog Titan. <laughs> and the wallet's like, shut the fuck up, bro. He's like, yeah. there's three of you in that cockpit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wallet, you should totally like walk over there. Yeah, I should like kick your dick across the countryside. How about that? Yeah, yeah. you look like a football <laughs> mate. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, Bad dog. And, Bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> and against uh, my four engines, John brought a fucking lot of little baby knights. Um, he had a. He also had a Venator manifold. Okay. Um, plus a banner of Questorus knights with four of them. Yeah. And a banner of. Uh, Sarasa and three lances. Ooh, wee. That's cool. Yeah, so we got the rules a bit wrong for them, I think, in the first game, but looking back, I don't think we did. Um, and you, the, the no pre measuring is catching, uh, is getting some getting used to for John. Oh, so okay. he's like, yeah, 
I run them out and they're kind of getting left in the open. Yeah. So, and I tell you, a fellow coaster off a wall or does bad, bad things to a night house in the open. Yeah, big time, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you That's just, kind of, like, you scoop them up, sort of. They're not, um, there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, when you're getting accurate hits with fucking strength 12 blasts, that's, and that the, house is, the banner is not going to stay there. The way the crits just take them off as well. Like that's, um, yeah. that's pretty full on. So I think you're going to need like a 15 to maybe a 16 to instant kill a night. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when you're starting on a 12, you're like, well, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how, so roll of, how did you go? One, one auto fails, I think, doesn't it? Uh, I think a roll of one like, is a direct hit only. So even if you, yeah, even if you fire a strength, a superficial hit, which I was taking as a does nothing. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I haven't played, I haven't played in a few months, so I almost should not be, <laughs> should not be talking about rules at all. I'm probably barking up the wrong tree, but, um, yeah, no, the game's went well. I won both of these ones. Oh, good um, one. So even after losing the Warlord, you still managed to pull it out? Yeah. So I, um, yeah, well, the Warlord was, he died in turn three. Um, but I'd managed to kill pretty much everything else in John's except those two Thrasus and the Warhound, yeah. which was kind of like blazing into his butt. Yeah, right. But um, that was good. We tried uh, tried putting uh, orders into the game this time. Just we're slowly introducing a few like different bits each time we play. Yeah. Um, it was weird. Like the when I was reading the rules for the orders, I'm like, "Yep, this is going to be fucking game changing. This is nuts." But then when I actually started playing, I'm like, "I don't want to use these very often because not being able to turn or not being able to move at all is pretty major like hindrance." Yeah, I find out I'm. Uh, and I don't do like they, I use them, but not. I th- I'd say like maybe one or two turns per game per time, yeah. and then the rest of the time they're open. Like you might use emergency repairs, or you might use first fire, or you might use um, you know, like the first game turn, you might put them on full stride or something like that. Yeah. But it's very rare, and then I guess charge has some use as well, but. It's not often that you'll go like turn, 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 like all the way through the game giving orders. I think when we first, yeah. like when Rob and I first started playing, we probably used orders for every single turn for every single Titan. And then yeah, okay. I think the more that I've played, the less I've used orders overall. Um, yeah. I just saw then the, the superficial hit as well. You're right. It does no damage. So yeah. any, any rolls of one to, to pen um, does nothing. Which is... Kicking the nuts when you're shooting at something with strength twelve, and you only need a nine to get a direct hit. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I know, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, so I think yeah, no, it was, so it was good. So I found because you're doing orders before you start moving, trying to think right, will I be able to? You know, if I can't turn, will I even be able to get anything out of using this order? Yeah, definitely. Like, like I found a few times, like yeah, I'll just split fire and you know use like a Reaver's Carapace to nail that thing and then laser that thing. Well, but then it, it's funny because you really, um, you force your turn order then, like you you force your play order with your Titans then as well by mm. doing things. And also by, by issuing an order in the strategy phase too, you can force your opponents to 
play a Titan first. So if I put charge on something and you know that you're going to get charged, you have to activate that Titan first or be prepared to lose it because yeah. you can sidestep out of the way and then make me waste my charge order. But then maybe when I've put that charge order on, it's actually so on the other t- side of the table, I can get a clear shot off before you moved out of the way or whatever um, yeah. by playing that Titan. So I, I did a misdirect like that actually in a game against Rob. I had like a charge going on with my Warlord on one side. And then on the other side, I knew that if I could get a clear, sh- uh, if I moved like, I think it was six inches to the left or something, um, I could get a clear shot at his Reaver and probably kill it. And so yeah, okay. I, I put the charge on and then it forced, I think it was that, it like forced him to react in a certain way. And then I didn't actually end up doing that first. You know, it looked like I should have put the pressure on there first. And then instead I yep. sort of went around the other side and, and took a shot. It's a fucking cool, yeah, okay. it's a cool game though, hey? Oh, I'm loving it. It's, it's yeah. like, it's so, like I was saying to John yesterday, you know, I've got four models on the table and it feels so tactical. Like yeah, you to yeah, think, yeah. You have to think ahead and all that kind of thing. It's really good. And you're kind of, you're on for the whole game as well, which I like, you you know, like you're concentrating for pretty much the entire game. And um, yeah, I think that's a good difference between like the I go, you go kind of system because you're like yeah. alternating with so much. You're always like, oh yeah, you do that one. Oh cool, now it's my turn. There's no sitting around for 20 minutes for a movement phase or yeah. Thing. Sitting there for 20 minutes while half your army gets shot off the table and you're like, sick, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it's sort of, um, it feels less social to me because you concentrate more on what you're doing. But then you're you're probably interacting more overall with each other based on yeah. like, you know, I'm doing something so you'll do something back. Whereas I guess you can have more, more bants and just like easy hang time if you do 30k. Um, yeah. because you know, you're, when it's not your turn, you're just fucking around so you can talk to your friends or like talk across yeah. the table or talk some shit or whatever. And it doesn't really influence what the other player is doing that much. Whereas I yeah. f- found in Titanicus, you got to sort of knuckle down a little bit and be like, but if I do this and then he's going to do that. <laughs> and then if he does that, then I do this. And <laughs> I think, yeah, you just end up in like a stare down, like silently chess moving. Yeah. Yeah. I, had, I think I had my, um the orders sheet in my fucking mouth for about five minutes yesterday trying to work out what to do. I'm like, you know, like fuck it, I'm doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if I do this and then he does that and then I do this and then you're like, okay, no orders. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what my thought process was. Yeah, I've, um, I think, yeah, Marcus and I had one of those as well where it was like, you know, you think about the orders for a little while and you're like, oh, maybe I could do that, maybe I could do that. And then, you know, you kind of talk about it a little bit and then you're like, no, nah, no orders. And he's like, no orders. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, get, you get, on with, uh, get on with the rest of the game. Okay. Yeah, John had some abysmal luck with his orders. Um, oh, really? Think, like failing them? Like, yeah, he just kept failing the first one of the turn. Yeah. He's like, fuck it, I'm going back to an axiom manifold. Can't deal with this shit. <laughs> That's it's what's harder when you play some of those um, like the Venator Manipul or whatever. You are playing with Titans that have the higher command value. Um, yeah. So you're more likely to fail. And if you go like night heavy, then you know like your best chance is maybe a three or a five or something like that with some of them. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's not that you know it's not that reliable on a D10 to be able to actually get that result off. And, you know, you'd be surprised the amount of times that on that first turn that you fail. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> now yeah. I can't do anything. And sometimes <laughs> the one the one you really want to, you're like, oh, I could do, you know, I, I could use doing a first fire with my Warlord 
but it's not, yeah. not required. Whereas I need to do a full stride with my Warhound. And so you like yeah. roll on the full stride with the Warhound and it fails. And then you're like, oh, well, fuck, no, no one's doing anything now. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, communication is broken down. We're all just standing here. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, one question we did have, uh, there doesn't seem to be like a locking combat, right? So if you... No, you just walk off. Yeah, so if you do like, say it's your turn and you're going to charge, well, like John is going to do, he's going to charge his Thrasus Knight into my Warlord's butt. If he charges into the back, very first activation, and then I do mine, I can just walk away, right? Yep. And then he doesn't get to attack? All right, cool. Yeah, that's true. So, okay, so you need to try and bait them to do their move first. Yeah, so then you can do that second. Yeah, and in the, it, do you mean in the instance where he was sort of he was a couple of inches off your backside, and then in the in that turn, then the next turn where he was still in that position, he was going to charge then to get a first attack off in the movement phase, and then he would uh, attack again in the combat phase. Or no, just a purely like um, just if. if I can if I activate after he's already moved into base contact. Um, I mean, granted, I think I think we were right in the way that he physically blocked my warlord from moving. But if he hadn't done that, there's nothing saying in the rules that we can see that you just can't walk away and then avoid getting hit at all, right? Yeah, that's true. So it's uh, it's quite hard if you don't charge to guarantee a result of um, being in combat because the other person just walks away. So I've, yeah. I found that was really hard with like, I had the double close combat Reaver and um, <laughs> I kept like charging into Rob, but getting the, uh, getting the, f- the phase wrong. So I was doing it like out of order. I was doing it too quickly. So not charging, I was moving into contact because I wasn't sure yeah. that I could guarantee a charge anyway. Um, so yeah, I'd move well, into contact well, and then he'd walk off. That. Yeah. Because the charge is in the... When does the like, charge order happen? Is that in the, charge happens in the movement phase. So it's a move yeah. as well, but then for every three inches that you move, you add one to your attack value, and then you do that attack in the movement phase. So you can charge... Uh, okay. Yeah, you can charge, and then in the combat phase, you can attack again, I think. I feel like I'm potentially fucking uh, this up. I haven't done it that sounds. I think that sounds right. So, okay, so that's maybe a chance to at least do some damage before they can walk away. Yeah. Yeah, and that's like the one you can guarantee because you do the damage when you actually make base contact or you make that, you know, that three-inch contact. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll just... No, okay. Um, but, um, charge, yeah, charge no, is so, a good way to go. Yeah, so that was a that was a really good couple of games we had. So we're still keen as for that. Um, before we, uh, we've got Jai into Titanicus. Yeah, I so, saw um, John tagged him in my for sale post where I had all the Titans up, he was like, get into it. I reckon Jai, Jai, Jai dig it, man. He's, um, he, yeah, he loves his big walkers. Yeah, exactly. So he's, um, I sold him my, uh, two spare Warhounds and a spare Reaver. Oh, cool. So he's got that sorted. Um, but he said, he's, he's going to take his time and try and do some, com- well, yeah, converting and like really get some good posing going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I said, don't be silly, just get into this game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he, quite, nice and then buy more to cool stuff. he quite enjoys the building side of things, though, doesn't he, Jai? Uh, yeah. So, I think it was like me, the first, not a huge fan of the painting side, but yeah, yeah he likes, I think he likes the building side. Fuck painting. I hate painting. 
Yeah, me too. So, well, I that's why I don't do any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're onto the uh, you're onto the good one with the um, yeah. commission painting. Just getting your shit done, nice and trading trading yeah. people. That's good. Yeah, good good system. It's working well for me. I just checked in on the charge as well, man. While we were talking, and yeah. it is what I said. So in the movement phase, a unit acting under charge orders can only move within its front arc. So that means you can still sort of shift side to side a little bit as you move. But you've got mm. to you've got to be in that like arc template when you charge. Um, for every well, once it's finished moving, it can immediately either make a smash attack or an attack with a weapon that has a melee trait. Um, add one to the attack's dice value for each of the full three inches that the model moved before attacking. So if it um, moves like if you've got an attack with like two, uh, and you move six inches you get two extra dice essentially when you get there as well so, yeah yeah so it can it can be pretty full-on especially with those serastus with the um the shock lands if you like run yeah. up and then suddenly you've got like five shock lands hits or something per serastus uh, that's a pretty yeah. big deal and because the yeah. the knights don't have an arc essentially they can charge 360 off well, well that's what yeah we we're thinking as well we're like this guy's there's nothing really stopping these guys like you're running around corners and shit no. while charging. And it's a, because um, it doesn't say you need line of sight or anything to do it either. So yeah. as long as you know you can get that 10 or 12 inches, you're pretty much um, like pretty much guaranteed a result there. So you can sort of, you, another thing that I found too, is you can put them on like an overwatch where you put knights on charge that are hiding in cover and then it hampers like a, you know, a 10 or 12 inch bubble around that cover where... Yep. You know, if you move before I've done my charge order in the movement phase within that range, you're fucked. So yeah. you've got to be really careful to, you know, like if, if someone's got them sitting there, they can control a pretty big portion of the battlefield. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's, um, yeah, that's what I was finding. Like, oh, I need to get past this cover, but there's, yeah, like a three fucking thrasses and it's tucked in underneath that bit of cover. <laughs> yeah. I'm running out and murdering me. Like, wait a second. Did you find the transition from um, the starter rules to the main rule set pretty easy, or? Yeah, no, I mean, well, I mean, we found the main, like the big differences were the like the reactor table, yeah, and the orders themselves. Most other things weren't so bad. The reactor um, table is a real deal, hey, because you kind of get used to just moving it a pip and then rolling the dice when it becomes orange or red. Um, yeah. in the beginner set and then when you actually get to the main set and you have to roll every time it's like oh fuck like yeah, yeah you've gone and done a um, awakened machine spirit or anything like that no yeah I think I, well, I mean I rolled the dice up but I passed my command check so that was all good oh nice but um yeah I saw the some of those things on the table look a bit interesting <laughs> I know yeah it's crazy like the um the ones where they do the shutdown or they go into a rage or yeah, there's some pretty inconvenient shit that can happen with the machine spirit. Yeah, and just fucking turning off your tight in the middle of the battlefield. That's yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> I really like I really, really like the heat management and the the consequences of that as well. I I think it's yeah. it's like it's a random element, but there's enough you've got enough control over it where you know, there's some some things in thirty K where it's a dice roll and you don't really get to choose like you don't get much control over it. It's just a, di a dice roll that decides where something happens, like a deep strike, for example, or, yeah. you know, whatever. You 
you can make some choices about it, but you've got far less control than you do with, you know, like you fail your reactor check, but you've chosen to push the reactor in the first place. So that was your first choice. And then yeah. um, you could do a command check to try and rein it in at that point again before it becomes like super random. So Yeah. Um, we found one thing we were doing wrong with our reactors. We thought that the like power to locomotives and power to stabilizers were the same thing. So oh, we, were okay. actually doing, we were doing one roll for both the effects. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing the way that works is you do your either way, like say you not do your normal move, and then you push your reactor once you hit that point. Yeah, you don't do it at the very start. Um, I think the push. Let me look that up. I can't remember whether it was before the start or after, but yeah, you can only do one or the other. But the thing is, like in the game, if you were both playing the same, so you were yeah you were getting extra turns and moving further. It's not. And and John was doing the same thing. It's not like it was unbalanced at any point. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, we we both just thought that's how it works. So and then I think like this last turn of the second game, like I was reading something. I was like, wait a second, why is this two boxes, not one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let me see the power. Oh no, my iPad's just crashed. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll look that for another time. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool though because like there again, you've got. I love the fact that you've got control to kind of risk it a little bit. Whereas, you know, yeah. if you go, um, you know, if you've got a turbo boost in 30k or something, there's no consequence to that. And you can just do it all the time, essentially, if you choose. Whereas yeah. the, yeah, I like the push the reactors sort of thing and the power to the locomotives is pretty cool. Yeah, stomping away, just cruising down the flank. Mm. So are you going to play again soon? Have you got another game booked in? Uh, yeah, we might either try again this. I think John's off on holiday in about a week. Oh, cool. Um, so, so much run squeeze on in there before he goes. Yep. Um, I don't have any more Titans or anything built, so probably 1250 is about my point cap at the moment. Yeah. Um, I could probably get up to maybe 1500 or in pinch. Um, I think John's got probably about the same, so we might try that. But um, we'll try some different missions, I think. We've just been doing the, the clash from the like the beginner game set yeah okay yep so now we'll go from there but um yeah no so that's been my my hobby at the moment I've uh been roped in well I'm doing a 40k event I think in sometime later this year did so you I'm say a, to do a bit 40k event I did say a 40k event interesting Bootis. tell me more <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna play in the WATC with some of the Albany guys, we're going to take a team up. What does that mean? I don't. Uh, the uh, was it West Australian Team Championship? Oh, okay. It's the run by Objective Secured. It yep. was the well, last year's I think was the biggest one in the Southern Hemisphere we've had, and it's like the third biggest team event in the world. Oh, really? Um, what the fuck? Yeah, in, had in Perth, had 124 players last year in Perth. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're gonna take a Albany team up and give that a crack. Oh, that's cool, um, man. Which um, which dudes are doing it from down there? Uh, I think it's gonna be. It's a. I think it's a six-man team. So I think it's me, Jai, Reese, Mark, Shep, and Gilly, and yeah. maybe someone else. Or it's four-man team, and we've got like spares in case 
song can't come, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Cool. So I'm trying to work out how to make a, and it's like hyper competitive, I believe. So I need to try and work out how to make a cheesy 40k list. From your ultras? Yeah. So I'm not really sure how I'm going to do that or I'm going to have to drop some dollars and get some more shit. Mm-hmm. Isn't it always like ad, ad tower, um, anime mech battle suits and then <laughs> a sprinkling of Eldar invisibility or something? Uh, luckily, you can't mix those together anymore, which is good. Oh, really? Um, yeah, you can't. The uh, allies have... For, well, for the Imperium, that's still pretty bad. But for Xenos, at least, you have to kind of stick with your own guys. Yeah, okay. No more random fucking, yeah, three Riptide fucking... Thing, you know, it's just popping up in your um, random Eldar armies and stuff. Yeah, it's so it's so alien a game system to me now. I don't even understand it. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't even know how to start building an army in forty k. It's yeah, it's tricky. Um, I think the like I was talking to John yesterday about it because he got into he was really into eighth when it came out, but it's starting to get pretty convoluted again. Like all the each codex is like, making things more and more complicated. Yeah. Um, like, when it came out, it was meant to be, like, really, like, super simple and quick to get into. But it's kind of like uh, Age of Sigma. Like, the idea with that was, was like, a 12-page rulebook. Yeah. But when every single unit entry has a special rule to do this or a special rule for that, it really starts bogging it down a bit. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm struggling a bit with that. Um, but we did have a little event down here last weekend for 40k as well. Oh, cool. Um, as like a practice run, there's an event in Perth uh, next week, week after. So we do have a test run for a few other guys going up for that. But it was just a, it's like a fun, kind of like a monster uh, character battle kind of thing. You take three to five HQ choices, dedicated transports, and one elite choice. Yeah, cool, like, nice. In a, in a thousand points, and you just fucking wail away at each other. So that was really good. Did you go and um, play in that as well, or? Yeah, I played in that one. So I took my ultramarines. So I had, uh, I took all the ones I could. I had the models for. Um, so I had like Kalgar. I had uh, Sicarius. I had. Uh, I think I had the third one. Oh, the Librarian. Yeah. Tigurus. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and then just another random captain and a couple of Razorbacks and a big ten-man stern guard squad. Nice. Yeah, it was good. That I was good. Sh- with a small number of units, it was good for me because I do not play much 40k. So at least I didn't have too many things to worry about. I'm like, yeah, I can deal using like six units. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wonder if um, I wonder if you're going to see much of the chaos at the like the new chaos at the thing, or whether they they'd be too fresh and unknown a commodity to be competitive. No, I think I think we will do. Um, some of the new stuff. Like, I think the issue is still, like, as much as the new moles and stuff are really pretty for the Terminators and the Chaos Marines, mm. um, like, they haven't changed the rules or anything. They're very good. Oh, so, okay. I don't know if you'll <laughs> see many of those ones, but I think a lot of the new characters have got some pretty great abilities, so that's see some of them, at least. That, big that's a shame. Spider. Yeah, the big spider thing. Yeah, I think that looks fucking sick. I was going to say, it's a shame that they haven't updated the rules to make them more competitive but then in a way it's kind of cool that they didn't just power creep everything because they got new shit to sell yeah like they usually do you mean? like they usually do <laughs> <laughs> look at this new thing this has come out 
also yeah. take it and get this free thing. Yeah. Oh, good. I guess everyone's buying 10 of them then. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> Change the matter again, please. I need it. Yeah, exactly. Every codex, go and buy this other, like, $1,000 worth of stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll be tempted um, to get some of that Chaos stuff, but I just don't think I'd ever play because I can't understand... Um, I'm not willing to understand how to play 40k necessarily. To be honest, I am still playing Seventh Ed. Yeah, pretty much in my in my head. Um, there's just a few things that that doesn't prepare you for, but for the most part, it's not too bad. Okay, sure. So you can still play like a normal game where you just bring a conventional army and play against someone else's insane like wizard level strat shit. Yeah, like I mean, <clears throat> as long as you work out the army building aspect, um, which is done through, yeah, you know, you've still got like it's a, kind of like a force organization chart, yeah, ish. Okay. But you get bonuses for taking like slightly different types. Yeah. Um, besides that, yeah, your army's built pretty well the same. Um, I still play it mostly the same. The only difference you'll encounter really is in the assault phase, you're doing alternating activations for units in combat, like Age of Sigma. And it's um, it's yeah. who charges goes first again, right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, cool. So it's not not initiative, but you just alternate, and then you pick like I'll do that unit in that combat, and then like Jackie would pick another one in a different combat, and you could go back to the other one or things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but besides that, yeah, man, I in my head I'm like, yeah, I'm just playing seventh head, and like command points might give me this random bonus once or twice again. Like, yeah, cool, that's that then. I wonder <laughs> if that that means you're not getting like. A portion of the experience of playing 40k now, whether you're missing, Quite possibly. yeah, you're missing out like on full tactical options and shit because you're not fully into it. Uh, the, yeah, the new um, system. Yeah, I know the command points thing is something I need to work on. I keep forgetting them. Yeah. <laughs> some of the things you can do are pretty nuts. Like, you know, you get some which are pretty crazy, like fight again in the assault phase kind of thing, which is pretty crazy on like a big combat unit. Fuck yeah, that's super hectic. Yeah. Yeah, um, I did with Calgar the other day. Nothing like seven strength, fucking eight attacks going twice. Yeah, man, <laughs> double the fist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he fisted many people. Wasn't that was that the? Um, it was like an Australian comedian show. Do you remember that double the fist? Was it double the yeah. fist? I fucking yeah, I think so. I fucking love that show. I forgot about that. <laughs> I wonder if That's they've got like yeah, I've got YouTube going on. Oh, they do. They've got a full YouTube channel, and it's on ABC <laughs> iView as well. Oh fuck! Yeah, double the fist. The Manius Calgar story. Double the fist. <laughs> it needs like you got to sculpt a mullet onto him with some sunnies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of which, I actually did build my Calgar for this event. I bought the new 40k version. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I gave him the 30k. Ultramarine upgrade he- uh, helmet. Oh, cool! Um, nice, and it, and it looks really cool. Actually, I'm really happy with it. How does that so, scale? Does it seem appropriate for his head size? It does actually, because I mean, his head is still Space Marine size. He's just his arm has gotten bigger. Yeah, like he like he's taller and he's wearing a pretty big suit. But yeah, the head is the same size as the other one. So it's worked really well. I'll put a post on our page later on today. Yeah, it's right. 40k, but I will show people what I'm doing. Yeah, go for it. I've, uh, I've on my hobby front, I haven't really been up to that much, but I've managed to get rid of a fair bit of shit. Um, so I sold some... That's the opposite of hobby, Jackie. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I'm sort of like, I'm cleaning up to move, but I'm also consolidating what, like I'm making clearer choices about what I want to have and do as well, rather than just yeah. acquire as we can sometimes do in this hobby. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've probably, I don't know, I was thinking about getting out of Marines altogether and then doing either Mechanicum or Demons um, as, as an entry. Yeah, I can have you go. Cool. I own uh, Demon List, it was really cool to see. Man, I think the problem that we're going to have, though, is that there, there's already, like, how many of the dudes are already working on that now? In our, just even in our little local scene. I think, you know, that was something that we heard, I heard on that um, Boys of the Golden Throne podcast that they were talking about this week, was basically, yeah. like, that there comes a point where there's almost going to be, like, a demon saturation, because yeah. it's new and it's fresh, and you get to use all the kind of cool models from 40k, and... You know, all that new Slanesh stuff is going to be dope. And the Forge, yep. Forge World corn shit looks amazing. So, plus then you've got the Creature Caster and all that sort of stuff. It's it's a pretty good-looking army, and it's going to be vastly different way to play the same game that we've all been playing before. So, yeah. I'm almost leaning more towards the Mechanicum just because there's only... What have we got? Three Mechanicum in W? Yeah, about Yeah. Yeah, three or four. So, I mean... Oh. Like I know, I know Timo's got it. Um, Hoi Poi and Stan. Stan, yeah. So three. They're the only three I know of. Um, yep. That have um, like I, like proper dedicated mechanical models. Yeah, and yeah, using not have a fair bit and stuff. I know. Uh, like Jai hasn't. He's got my old army actually, um, and he's added a fair bit to that. But I don't think he's actually put it on the table before. It's not painted. Around. Oh, it's mechanical stuff. Yeah, he's got a fair bit actually. When the fuck did you have a Mechanicum army? I bought a decent bit when I ran around did the Imperial Fists, I think, and then sold a bunch to uh, one of my mates down here who then didn't get into it either. So then he sold it to Joe. Oh, cool. Good one. Yeah. Uh, I was going to do... That's what I was going to do. I was going to do the 40k Admex, but I was going to use all 30k stuff for it. Oh, nice. So then I could do like cross-pollination kind of thing yeah um but then yeah i just kind of hit that point of like i do not need a for- another 40k army yeah and then i don't need another 30k yeah so it's all <laughs> yeah well i worry about that as well it's like the the acquisition of more stuff especially if i don't quite get through it i mean i've already i'm pretty committed to the titanicus so that's that's the only hobby i'm taking with me to alice when we first move um yep. So I'm, I'm actually finishing my, on, on the not just selling front, I'm finishing my two Warhounds up uh, this weekend, um, yep. just in between a few things, and I'll try and blitz some painting tonight before we hit the road, because they're so close to being done. Um, yeah, okay. And then, yeah, I'm going to take all my knights, uh, my two Reavers, and take a bit more stuff to build as well. And yep. um, that'll be my Alice Springs like, project for now. But then I've got um, more 28 mil knights to finish up. So okay. I'd like to get a full night house ready to go on the table for that. That's something I was going to ask you about as well. And I can't, mm. can't remember if we covered it or not, but do you reckon it would fly to just have knights in 30k? Like, would you be able to kind of gear people up enough to play me knowing that that's what I had? I think, I think as long as the person is allowed to prepare for it 
yes, you should be fine. But yeah. I think if you, because if I, you went to like, if, say last, like if you went to Skulls last weekend and you're playing like oh, this Marine player and then yeah. that Marine player and then shit, that guy has like seven knights on the table and my recommended list has no answer to that. I'm fucked. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Like I played uh, Richard. Yeah, um, I remember that big game that you had. Yeah, when when he did that, he had his war warhound and like six or seven knights. Yeah, but and that was like a river skater prospect. But if you can change your list before it to make sure you don't just have random, like you know, oh that random squad of assault cannons that's yeah. going to do absolutely nothing. It's a bit more enjoyable if you actually have answers to that kind of. True, and I think that's something as well. The de- the demon incursion and the the more militia armies we've had lately as well. Um, yeah, that's going to take people more to dealing with like mass mass troop sort of stuff and further away from dealing with armor. So that yeah, that's something potentially that could change up as well and make it even harder to play a knight list. But yeah, I think as long as people had access to a sideboard, maybe or yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But it's it's no, funny because it is a legit army that you can field. It's not like oh, it's, exactly, it's a Leviathan yeah. Force Org or anything. I just I guess in the future, I'll just clear it with Marcus and say, like, can you let people know that I'll be playing a Knight Army? And then if people yeah. can prepare for, like, to be true Orcomers, I guess. Um, yeah, and, and that's it. I mean, like, because, I, I mean, I've been very open about this. I mean, I've ran the same Ultraman list for about three years. Yeah. Um, and it's, like built to mainly fight marine lists because that's the main thing you play. Yeah. But it does struggle with those like mass horde lists or things like that. Yeah. So the more different armies we see, which is a good thing for the game, Yeah, but it means that this is why I have to change things up a bit because it will not have an answer to like lots of giant fucking toughness eight uh, like demons running across the board. Yeah, true. Yeah, well, I mean, it's already, you think about the, the high toughness things, it's already hard enough to play Mechanicum as it is when you've got a normal, like, you're used to fighting Marines. If you don't have yeah. that high strength shooting, um, you're really in for a tough day. So, yeah. I think- yeah, exactly. Like, you think, oh, yeah, like, you know, say a last cannon squad should be an upranged tank because you point that at a you know, Predator squadron and they will die. Yeah. You point five last cannons at a demon, it's like, yeah, I've got, like, five wounds left. What up? Yeah, yeah, and and I and I involved saved like uh, you know <laughs> three of those anyway, so suck a dick. Yeah, exactly. Like the uh, like I was looking at the rules before, like the Lord of War Demon. It's like or the heavy support one, I think. Is yeah, like toughness eight with ten wounds. Yeah, uh, but man, like a my normal marines can't even hurt it, and I would have to shoot it like with ten last cannons. So I have to hit with ten. I have to wound with that many, and just Jesus Christ. I can't wait to see those like the the big super demons on the table. I reckon that's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I know Rob is looking at doing some demons like a long way down the track. Mm. Um, but he's like already researching things and he's having a bit of trouble finding what models to use for those big ones. Yeah. Um, which I'm seeing on the one of the Facebook pages I'm on as well. Um, people are asking, you know, what base sizes should they be? And what models are people using for that really big thing? And, it's a interesting one. People are looking pretty far and wide on their third party. Well, I think they um they did say demons and bases. I've got a whole section in the book here, so it gives you like yeah. a, an idea of um what sort of size. So that the biggest the biggest one should basically be on a knight base. So it should be like yeah. a knight sized 
demon at a minimum, I guess. Um, Which is, but I mean, where the, I don't, I don't even know where you're going to find a model like that. <laughs> what you mean? Where you're going to find a model big enough? Yeah, like I haven't seen many. Well, the models, one, the but... one they've got in the book that's in the background there is the corn bloodthirster from Forge World. Is fucking massive, like the yeah the big 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 one. Um, yeah, the the uh, what is it, like the fucking greater bloodthirster or something. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, you could use that for sure. Um, I saw somebody had this really big slanesh demon from. It must be a third party thing. But that yep. was that was pretty massive. Um, I don't know what. I mean you... that that big uh, greater demon was three hundred and seventy dollars <laughs> for Australians. Mm, that is a problem, but um, <laughs> I guess no new army is cheap as well. And like yeah. if if you look at the cost of entry, it it should actually be a reasonably arm, uh, cheap army to put together. When you think it's all, you can probably do most of it with plastic. Pretty cheap. Um, yeah, I was thinking that you all get. Um, most yeah, you can get most of them in plastic pretty easily. I think because it's all plastic little demons and uh, plastic sort of a lot of the HQs and stuff. Just use the forty k ranges now. Yeah, and, and like a mix of the um, Age of Sigma kind of stuff too. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I saw Age some really cool stuff. models the other day for using as uh, possessed troops and possessed. Um, like, well, yeah, you can do all the possessed marines as well. So. Yeah, okay. You That'd can, be cool. Yeah, you can build a pretty... I reckon you could build a pretty decent army out of the plastic range, but it will look very kind of... I guess it'll look pretty 40k. It's not going to have much of the grim dark going on. Yeah, but I guess you have to expect that, right? That's one of those things. Mm. I haven't... Um, I mean, oh, sorry, man. What was that? No, yeah, I mean, like you have to know that was going to happen when like they were saying the demons were coming out. Like, unless Fordwell comes out tomorrow and says, we're releasing this entire range like in six months. Yeah. So don't buy all this plastic stuff now. Yeah. But otherwise that is what everyone will be doing. They'll use their old demon armies or buy all the ones on eBay that you know, have been sitting there unsold for donkey's years. Yeah. Now people yeah. are like, oh yeah, there's like cheap, like a hundred blood letters. Yeah, get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I had, I had so many as well, but I didn't, I think I sold them on at some point. I had a full demon project that was on the go. Had heaps of blood letters and yeah, I always like the demons. The um, had like had different. They look, but like a unified army it looks really cool. Mm. I've seen some um, really cool conversions based around the blood letters as well because they've got the kind of the thinnest, most angular, menacing looking body. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's been some. But the new Slanesh stuff looks sick. Whew. When are they going to release that? Was that can't be too far away? Uh, it can't be far off. The um. Keep of Secrets is going to be out pretty soon. Yeah, that, it's a pretty great model. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of the best ones I've seen lately. They fucking nailed that one. I'm, uh, I'm sort of been checking that Warhammer community site to see when the Moloch book is coming out for Titanicus as well. Not that oh, I'm, yeah. I'm really playing at the moment, but I got kind of G'd up because they did a preview of it a couple of weeks back now. And I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be out next week or the week after, but... What do you reckon that'll be adding? Like, do you reckon it'll be more legios kind of thing? Or? Uh, yeah, I think there's four more legios in that. Um, like two and two, two trader, two good, and then mm-hmm. there's the whole camp uh, campaign and co- like the main emphasis on the book is actually on the knights. I think 
Um, yeah, okay, because that was a night. Uh, that was a night homeworld, wasn't it? Yeah. So at the same time, they're going to be releasing a night objective deck, and then they're going to have a an expanded um, night house rules section. So houses will actually get specific rules, and then they're going to have okay. night only. Um, uh, I don't know what the fuck do you call it house yeah. house rules instead of maniples. So you can take a full, yeah, okay. full house of knights with no titans, or maybe like Ooh. most mostly knights with like a little bit of titan support. Um, yeah, okay. So did you see in the white dwarf they had the like a knight list that had some titan support? No, I didn't actually. Uh, but I, I haven't I haven't really read the white dwarf in a while. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, give me a, a while ago. sec. Uh, I can probably send you the PDF that somebody has kindly put up for us. Um, it was basically, I think it was like three or four. Oh, oh, that site we were talking about before is down. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. That's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, geez, I'm glad I snatched up a, a book eight while I did because that's yes, because you couldn't get on to m- this morning, could you? No, I couldn't. I was down. <laughs> Maybe they did one one scan too many, one scan too I far. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> GW's finally got to him. I think so. Send out that merry band of lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> actually, hang on. I think I've got it. No, I don't. Okay. Scrap that. Sorry, dude. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I've got it downloaded somewhere anyway, but I'm pretty sure there was like a, a night list that they put up in um, White Dwarf and you could play a mostly night army based on that. But well, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to change the game so much. Like you saw, you've seen now how they move and yeah, how much damage that they can actually put out, especially when they get into contact. Imagine if you came up against somebody and all they had was Sarastas Knights. And you played on a reasonably dense table, you'd be yeah, man. fucking shitting yourself because you think, I can't see them, I can't shoot them. <laughs> they move so quickly. You know, they go on to like charge Overwatch, and then you can't move. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Especially in like an objective game where you might like have to start like you do have to move. You're yeah. like, I have to go through that like causeway, and I know there's like. Six knights on either side. Yeah, waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've got I'm... to go and recover the head token from the middle of the battlefield and they're all just camped out there waiting. Like, yeah, come get it. Yeah. You'd like, be like, a, those movies, like, lots of fucking, like, little small eyes, like, lurking in the darkness kind of thing. Like, all these little creepy crawlies. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, beady eyes poking out. Yeah. Um, one, I mean, one thing for you, too. They're so cheap. Oh, they're so cheap. And, well... I don't think the Questorus are particularly good value because they're fragile and they've got pretty low damage output. But I think the Sera- mm. the Serastus are really points competitive for their damage output. They can move further. They're more hardy. Um, yeah. You know, like th- three of them will... I think three of them cost you about the same as like four or five Questorus, but they do so, yeah. so much more work. Yeah. But I mean, in saying that, it would be a pretty bland army to build and paint and play, wouldn't it? If it's just like, what have you got? I've got 40 st- like, Strasses Knights. The end. <laughs> oh, man. What a tough day you'd be in for, though, if you had to play against 40 Strasses Knights. You'd be like, <laughs> fucking right. kill me. I'm I'm in trouble here. 
I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I quit. Yeah. No, man. Pack it up. I'm done. Yeah. I was, 10 units of four fucking Strasses Knights running across the board. I was going to say to you, for the Titan on Titan battles, um, one thing that Marcus and I had done in our last game was, because there's secret objectives, you don't, it's hard to play, um, it's hard to like play for a common game. So sometimes the game can be a bit misdirected, especially if you're just trying to run at the middle of the field. And then there, yep. they've got the kill mission. Um, yeah, okay. Also, the kill mission being pointed really inappropriately. Uh, it means that it's it's can be like two or three times the points of any other mission that's possible. So, oh, okay. So what Marcus and I did in the last game was we both picked. You know, when you roll for two and you pick one. So we did that individually, and then we flipped them both face up so that we could play for the same objectives. So oh, okay. we made yeah. like a custom mission with two cards and then we could say it was like the recovery mission and then the one where you had to get off your opponent's board edge or something. Yeah, um, okay. yep. You're both playing for those essentially. So you can do either or or both or, you know, if you've got one kill mission and then the other one's playing for the objective, you can sort of, um, I don't know, it just made it, it made the game a little bit more competitive as well for us because we were both playing for the same objective yeah no that, that makes sense mm. like, yeah i think i think trying to do yeah if yeah those kind of missions where yeah if you just need to kill stuff it's kind of easy to do when they have to be walking towards you right i know the other guy's sitting back and you're trying to get off the board edge with the secret plans <laughs> or whatever and you're like oh fuck now i've got to go through this and he's just camped up there with the warlord and gunning yeah. you down yeah exactly i have to worry about full striding and this and not shooting possibly and he's like yeah, I'll just stand here and shoot in the stick as you're walking towards it. It's all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, it ain't good. Um, yeah. Hey, man, I might have to split because I'm <laughs> no, mate, on a bit of a good. time cut uh, today. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I've thought it's just raining here, so there goes my lawn idea. Who mm. knows? But I'll uh, do try, maybe try and do it tonight. But no, man, that was good. I'll uh, do. You, we'll keep going when you're in Alice. Eh? We'll give you what, play a couple of weeks break to get settled in and then we'll yeah, try hit it again probably be a two week break uh, we leave on Tuesday and we're driving across the Nullarbor and <coughs> then up from Sorry. Port Augusta over five days so do, okay. doing yep. some camping and stuff once we get up to Alice I'll probably need a, a few days to get settled in but then yeah I reckon we could probably either hit it again next week or yeah maybe two two weeks time or something I might actually be back in Perth again on the 26th of April. I have to yep. fly back for some job stuff. So um, Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, probably two weeks actually works well for me anyway because I've yep. got um, school holidays at work now. So that's going to be kicking my butthole. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, and Easter long weekend, you'll be flat out. Hey? Yeah, so uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd probably be working a bit later than the usual time. So we'll be pushing like, my start times back. So it's a bit late for you. Yeah, no worries, man. All good. Yeah, I like to be tucked in at eight thirty. Yeah, that's uh, a. <laughs> that I don't know what that's like. It doesn't work for you. <laughs> no, it doesn't work for me. But um, no, man, that sounds good. All right, we'll uh, touch base again soon, then, eh? Cool. Uh, listeners, you'll, you'll hear from us in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, and we'll like we'll um, let's try and put a little bit more content on the Facebook page or something just to kind of keep yes. it going. So, because I haven't, I haven't been very good in taking photos or updating anything lately, but. I think I'm going to try and now that, yeah, I've got my house sorted and the trip is like done, you know, I've done everything up to this point that we can do. Um, 
yeah. I'll be able to get back to just doing normal hobbies again and I'm quite looking forward to it actually. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got a few photos of my Titanicus progress over the last week or so, so I'll wax them with them up. Sick, do it. Also, on the Warhammer community site, um, yes. in the right-hand More to Explore banner, they have new mm-hmm. to pre-order, and then underneath they have Lords of Terror, Gav Thorpe on the Siege of Terror. Um, and there's a picture of him, and he looks like a hostage. So <laughs> go and have a look at that, and uh, pray, pray for Gav. <laughs> yeah let's hope gav can be released um before we <laughs> podcast again because he looks positively petrified <laughs> i'll go check it out all right man thanks very much all right man thanks i'll talk to you later yeah, mate. See Bye. You.